What's up, guys? We are Alright Potatoes. Mars attacks. Mars attacks. <laughs> this is what we're doing today. make mistakes, Mr. President. This could be a cultural misunderstanding. Mr. President, they have a planet surrounded with thousands of warships. What do you think, Marsha? Kick the crud out of them. That's it. That's all you guys need to know. <laughs> Welcome. You know we're the Red Potatoes. You know I'm James. You know he's Steven. Let's get into the nitty-gritty. Bitch. <laughs> Mars Attacks was released on December 13th of 1996 and was directed by Tim Burton. The film had a budget of $70 million and went on to make $101.4 million at the U.S. Box, or US dollars in the U.S. box office. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care. <laughs> Mars Attacks is a trading card series created by Topps in 1962. And this has been inspired by the Wally Woods cover of EC Comics Weird Science number 16. What? I did not know any of this. Great before. fucking book, dude. What is that? <clears throat> that uh, Weird Science 16. Have you seen it? I not. You'll know it if you see it. I guarantee it. Probably. Anyway, for you... Weird Science is where Swamp Thing came from, is it? Or is it Strange Tales? Weird Science. Maybe Strange Tales. We'll get back to you on that. Yeah, we'll find out. But I know the name Wally Wood because I had... I used to have this, um... It was like a paper that said, um... It gave you, like, tips on how to make filler pages for your comics. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. Well, I don't fucking know... But what's up, Wally? Yeah, he's dead now. <laughs> Wall E, the Disney movie. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so here's a quick synopsis for you, stinking idiots who don't know what Mars Attacks is. A fleet of Martian spacecraft surround the world's major cities, and all of humanity waits to see if the extraterrestrial visitors have, as they claim, come in peace. U.S. President James Dale, Jack Nicholson, receives assurance from the science professor Donald Kessler, Pierce Brosnan, that the Martians' mission is a friendly one. But when a peaceful exchange ends in the total annihilation of U.S. Congress, military men call for a full-scale <clears throat> nuclear retaliation. The statistics were, are, not were, the statistics are, the Tomato Meter gave this a 54%, the average rating being 6 out of 10, total ratings 83, 45 being fresh, and 28 being rotten. The audience gave it 53%. Ugh. <laughs> With an average rating of 3.29 out of 5 stars and total ratings of 436,505. IMDb also gave this a 6.3 out of 10. Fandango. Same with the audience, gave it a 53. Pretty sure Fandango's audience. More than we, likely, ha we yeah. haven't confirmed that, but uh, I'm going to keep putting it on because fuck it. This <laughs> is <laughs> always the same. Um, so with that, guys, I'm really surprised that this got really pretty bad reviews, man. Yeah. I'm upset about it because I love this fucking movie a lot. <laughs> I like it for the like the cheese, and it's like it's a spoof movie on the 1950s like alien invasions, of course. Yep. But it's like I don't know. I just I like you don't have to think about it, so mm -hmm. that's why I like it. You know, you can use it as like background noise, or if you're just like, I don't want to watch a movie that I have to think about. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna throw this on. Ah, gah, gah, gah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, dude. I just feel like it might have been. Ahead of its time for like spoofs and stuff because there's a lot okay. of spoofs now, but back then they're just like he's trying to 
He's trying to emulate what they tried to do in the 60s, and it's not working for our today's... Yeah. Yeah. Which, have you ever seen the movie Mafia? Did you ever watch that yeah, movie? Yeah, a lot. Dude. I, I've seen that movie in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, so good. I, I remember that movie when I was younger. I just remember the kid, like, makes a wish, and then all of a sudden the chick, like, gets some fucking knockers. <laughs> all I remember about that movie is the beginning where he, like, gets blown up. And the whole opening credits is like fire, and then it's him like doing front flips and somersaults and yeah, stuff dude. through the fire. So fucking cheese. Anyway, that was the first like parody whatever yeah. I had ever watched. So, which was great. I know it's a completely off topic because we're talking about Mars Attacks, but we're just we're comparing. All right, mm-hmm. fuck off, guys. You're only here to hear us rant anyway. So, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into the critics' positive reviews. Critics' positive reviews. Director Tim Burton fashions a hilariously twisted form of the alien invasion movie by skewering every silly sci-fi flick that ever had a budget smaller than its brain. This actually had a really big budget yeah. for what it is. For but the I time. mean, well, it's Tim Burton though mm-hmm. too, I guess. Um, Mars Attacks plays its loony action for intentional laughs. Okay, I'm into it. Oh, those Martians—they are funny, mean little buggers, and they are worth checking out. Yes, they are. Which is why we're here. <laughs> Welcome. We're the right potatoes. <laughs> Just kidding. The science fiction comedy Mars Attacks is a contrived B-movie pastiche with some spicy ingredients alien alien to other Tim Burton films. Attitude, cynicism, misanthropy. How do you feel about that, Dan? I feel... I understood some of those words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I, I understood B-movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Not- that's a big budget for a B-film. Yeah. For a B film, but yeah. um, do you think the movie would have been a little bit better if the Martians had subtitles? Fuck or, no. I, I like it. Without I was just thinking about that. Any words? I like the like. fact that like yeah, we don't know what they're saying. We don't know what their their intentions are. But you, I do you think the translator worked at all or no? No, I I don't know, man. I just really like the fact that like you just don't know because mm-hmm. you know? it, it's and I think that's partially what makes it funny. You know, yeah. it's like ah, oh, they're here for peace, and then just fucking start they killing everything. Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I just think that's fucking hilarious. I like to think know? it like it did work, and they're just mm-hmm. like fuck them. <laughs> I we know what we're doing. I like it. I would like to see maybe like a TV show of some sort where mm-hmm. like you get some sort of dialogue just to see how they talk. Yeah, like. Huh, should we kill him? Like, they're just sitting there, like, bickering. Like, should we kill him? Should we not? You know, like, just to see. But yeah. I think it works for this so well just because it's a spoof. You know? Yeah. It's not meant to be serious at all, so. I mean, you get a chick with a fucking chihuahua body. <laughs> <laughs> for fuck's sake. So, I don't know. I think that worked, though. What would you... No. We'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> And with the good graces of the country... Oh, I can't say anything. We're on the negative reviews. <laughs> Couldn't think of a segue. Critics negative reviews. <clears throat> Mars is a fireball of failure. A B-movie crammed with full of A-list actors. An exercise in tacky self-indulgence that will numb you with its labored... What was it? Eccentricities. 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 That's a big word I can't say with all the E's. <laughs> What's more... It would take a greater detective to find out, find, to find a single funny line. I think that's false. I got one right here. 
So long, retard. Don't touch any of my stuff while I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. Yeah, my favorite thing about this film, too, is the one, like, fucking redneck dickhead, though, uh-huh. who goes to get his grandma, bro. <laughs> that I love, shit fucking... I figured, I was like, oh, that, man. that's me for sure. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna go get grandma. <laughs> Race into my truck and shit. I, I like how the Alien 2, like, at that scene, picks up the trailers and just fucking crashes <laughs> yeah. them into each other. I'm like, damn. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> Even Tim Burton's maddest fans will feel disappointed creeping in as the invasion careens along. Me. Uh, I'm a, I wouldn't call myself like a huge Tim Burton fan, but he actually did a lot more movies that I liked than I thought of. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't know Batman was originally a Tim Burton film when I first watched it. Didn't know about Beetlejuice either. I, but that's also because I was pretty fucking young when I watched it. Yeah. But... I never was a huge, like, Nightmare Before Christmas fan, and that's pretty much all I thought he did. So, <laughs> I mean, I like this movie, though. So this is another one you can add to the list of things I like from him. Yeah, I like... I kind of wish he would go back to not being... Um, to being, like, young Tim Burton. Because I like... Him now is just, like, his long... I don't know, his characters with long limbs, and it's just all dark and gothic. Yeah. I kind of wish he'd go back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a normal for Quotations, that Quotations, you know. <laughs> just like a like a big fish, you know. It's like, it has essences of Tim Burton, but not like full-on yeah. cookie crazy Johnny Depp something. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with <laughs> yeah. that. Although I do like it. I I mean, Big Fish is another fucking That's one of my favorite of, of his, like, of his, like, film canon. That's the one I like the most. Okay. That movie was crazy, yeah, it's crazy, but it's just like... If you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah. By the way, guys. We might do it. Gotta see the score on that. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's good, but we can do a spotlight. I'm We always got spotlights, baby. Whatever this. you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> of course, nobody expects a movie called Mars Attacks to be fraught with deeper meanings. Still, it's disappointingly frivolous. That's a lie. You're a fucking liar. <laughs> just kidding, dude. Uh, Attack's only real virtue is its consistency on every level, whether it's acting, humor, action, or special effects. It's consistent. It's consistently disappointing. <laughs> Pretty rough, huh? That's a good one. You, you had me in the beginning there. I'm not gonna lie. That's fucking funny. <laughs> They're like, ah, it's so consistently shitty. Consistently bad. <laughs> I don't know. I think the movie is great. I, like I said, it's not. It's not. I, it's not meant to win awards. Yeah, like it's not we, shooting for the Oscar here. Exactly. It's spoofing the 50s and 60s alien invasion movies like The Day of the Earth Stood Still and then, like, The Thing from Another World, shit like that. Yeah, what's that other one? Uh, War of the Worlds? Yeah. That shit. I liked it. I liked it. Like I said, it's not, you're not meant to think. You just, you watch mm-hmm. it, it's dumb fun, and then you move on. I think it would be cool for, like, the black and white cut. That would be sick. Yeah, I'd watch the fuck out of that. Oh, dude. Absolutely. I think that would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the the actors and actresses in it, though, that, they're stacked. Completely stacked. Yeah, there's everyone from, like, any, everyone who's anyone in the 90s was in there. Absolutely. Jack Nicholson literally was two people. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that when I was younger, and I was like, are they the same guy? And I was just like, who... I've, I'm not saying I said this when I was a kid, but now, like, back then I would probably would have thought, like, who are they trying to fool? Yeah. We pulled them as Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Like, 
I did like the that gambler persona that he did. Yeah. Because I think that fucking flexed his acting a lot. Because mm-hmm. that's not the Jack Nicholson you usually know. Yeah. So, I thought that was good. Wasn't that, I mean, great movie. Thumbs up for me. <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and give a couple more thumbs up with those sponsors. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> If you're looking to get any 3D work or any animation work, make sure you go check out our boy over at Hoover 3D. He's the best in the business and will customize any design fit to your needs. He's also a miracle worker with 2D animation or 3D imaging. We used him for our cover logo and any designs we need. Make sure you give him a follow on Instagram at Hoover 3D and be sure to direct message him for any of your design needs. Welcome back, taters and tots. We're going to go ahead and beam up some intelligent people with these audience positive reviews. Audience positive reviews. <laughs> Alright, I absolutely love sci-fi movies, and this is no exception. Everything about this movie is flawless. The acting was amazing. I showed my kids, and they love this movie. It is their favorite. I definitely recommend to all ages. It is amazing. It is a must-watch. You like that? Yeah. Oh, that was pretty, uh, pretty good how <laughs> they wrote it. Must-watch. <laughs> love, love, love the film. If you have any sense in you, you will enjoy it. Do watch for many cheeky moments. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but cheeky. No, I'm just kidding. Tim Burton's faithful homage to the B-movies of Ed Wood is both deeply funny and mildly unsettling. Mars Attacks is a great blend of camp and mindlessness. Hey, there it is. With a phenomenally hilarious A-list cast. That's yes. the perfect review right there. That is it, dude. That's what we've the been perfect. saying. What we've been saying, guys. <laughs> I think that's us. Just kidding. A classic. Never gets old. Nostalgia at its best. But is it the perfect movie? No. Does it need to be? No. Sit back and enjoy and laugh a little. Perfect review That's literally again. us, dude. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Fuck off. And since the uh, audience positives were beamed up, I guess we're left to be disintegrated by the uh, audience negative reviews. Ooh! Audience negative reviews. Dole and unfunny. Tim Burton's third attempt to make a comedy uh, is a big misfire due to an un- uninspired too many ideas script and an odd cast that can't deliver their own punchlines. Mars Attack? More like attacking you with boredom. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful, dude. <laughs> I want to know what other comedies he tried to do. Because I feel like his big, humor is as big, good. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. That Great was like film. his first. Oh, I didn't know that was him either. Yeah. Great. See? See, guys? I'm literally just lost <laughs> in Tim Burton land. Pee-wee's I loved. That movie's dark as fuck. Yeah, but that's the one I could think of like right off the top of my head. I guess that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> the film has no idea what it wants to be. What it ends up being is a mess. Okay. Uh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Didn't expect such a boring movie from Tim Burton. A lot of scenes were random random and not funny at all. I love the aliens, though. That purposely bad animation was perfect. That's <laughs> so good, yep. dude. I like their heads exploding. That's my favorite part. I just like when they're on their ship and they're like in underwear. Yeah. For some reason. Even <laughs> yeah. though, like, the doctor said they don't have genitalia, they still have underwear. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's fucking hilarious, yeah. dude. Let this movie about... The fifth cow got burned alive. I didn't get it. Lots of good stars. Sure had promise, but didn't deliver. Probably the worst movie I've ever endured. Yeah. Have you seen Suicide Squad? No. Have you ever seen It's Pat, bro? Uh, have you seen It's Pat? <laughs> I'll stand by that, but I still love it. Yeah, exactly. You like what you like, dude. That's all there is, mm-hmm. too, whether it's a fucking bad movie or not. 
get over it. I'm pretty sure you have movies that we can't fucking stand that you fucking love. Maybe. Maybe I have one or two. But literally, I watch the same movies like 50 times a year. So I like expand. You, I don't know. I watch too many movies to fucking differentiate. <laughs> no, I, I get you, dude. I, I don't really have a movie like that, though, that I can find like that I just like, man, I love this movie that nobody else likes. Because I watch Wizard of Oz, dude, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Sorry, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. And The Grinch, dude. That's it. Yeah, those are like my three, <laughs> my three I have, go-tos. I don't know. I have such a vast Rolodex of movies that, like, right now I'm on the spot, so I can't think of one that's just like, aside from the go-to, it's bad that I know is bad. <laughs> everyone knows it's bad. Yeah, everyone knows it's bad. It's got a zero percent. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't checked that out, by the way, go back and uh, check it out. Go back and watch it. But you guys know what time it is. It's time for fun facts with. <laughs> <laughs> And now, fun facts with James. Ack, ack. Uh, the writers weren't sure what the Martians should sound like, so the script had ack, 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 ack for all their lines of dialogue. That became the Martians' actual dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, the Martian girl costume had no zipper or buttons. To make it as smooth as possible, Lisa Marie had to be sewn into it every day. Holy shit. Yeah. Which, how fucking, like, how do you not be unsettled by her just like gliding everywhere yeah and not saying anything I don't know it was just weird to me that was, that was fucking creepy that guy was just too horny yeah the power dude. of boners it gets us that's it dude I like how she just bites off his fucking finger right it doesn't give a shit Tim Burton was told repeatedly that he could not kill off Jack Nicholson's character in the movie this led him to this decision to cast Nicholson in two roles and kill both of them <laughs> <laughs> That's a big fucking middle yeah, finger, dude. Yeah, fuck you. Do whatever the fuck I want. When people had their flesh vaporized from their bones, the remaining skeletons were either green or red. Tim Burton explained this had to be done because the movie had been scheduled for a Christmas release. Also, the red and green skeletons were first seen in Beetlejuice. When Barbara and Adam were in Juno's office, you can see the other ghouls looking out the screen. Oh, shit. I didn't notice that. I like that. I didn't know that, though, either. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to go back and watch Beetlejuice. It's been a minute. Beetlejuice! <laughs> While set in the 1990s, the U.S. Army's uniforms and equipment date from the 1950s when the movies being spoofed were made. Oh, shit. I wouldn't... Yeah. I wouldn't recognize that. <laughs> yeah. You, once, like, I read that and then you notice, like, yeah. Other they do kind of look old. <laughs> uh, Martian Girl Never Blinks. Huh. I didn't notice that. I did. Uh, when Billy Glenn Norris says goodbye, says goodbye to his grandmother, she calls him Thomas, Jack Black's real first name. Huh. Yeah. I that's don't know if that cool. was just like she knew that or she just it was already on the script, but that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Producer director Tim Burton visited Tom Jones backstage after one of his Las Vegas shows and asked him to appear in this movie. Additionally, Jones's actual backup singers at the time, Darnell Porter Holden, Christy Black, and Sharon Hendricks, played his doomed backup singers in the movie. Oh shit. <laughs> Count it. Easy yeah. enough. Uh, in the first drafts of the script and, the, and in the novelization, the Martians, Martians' ray guns had a variety of lethal graphic effects. Victims were bisected, body parts were cut off, huge holes were blown through them. Other victims were melted, shredded, or turned them into flame. To avoid an R rating from the MPAA, the producers toned down the effects of the Martians' rays, and the victims were reduced to skeletons. Huh. 
yeah, I think it would have worked better that way anyway. I don't think you needed an R rating on this. Yeah, I like, I still like the effect of like the different colors of skin, like bones and shit. Yep, I think it turned out good too. Uh, Tim Burton called Pam Greer and asked her to fly to Los Angeles for an audition. She said she said she wanted to, but couldn't because her dog was terminally ill. He called her back several times and actually decided that she had already auditioned by not leaving her dog, since the character in the movie refused to leave her son. Oh shit, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp turned down the role of reporter Jason Stone. Eh, that's fine. I think he would. Yeah, he would have been okay, but that's okay. Uh, we the, don't need him. <laughs> <laughs> the producers wanted to use a heat ray sound effect from Paramount Pictures' War of the Worlds as the sound of the Martians' ray guns, but Paramount refused permission to do so. Oh, fuckers. I know, right? What are they going to use that sound for? Nothing ever again. <laughs> right. The real, um, the real life demolition in Las Vegas was filmed by producer director Tim Burton and incorporated into the movie. The casino was the landmark once owned by Howard Hughes. The location is now an expansion of the parking lot for the Las Vegas Convention Center. Oh shit, we've been there. We've been there. We've been to that parking lot. Yeah, we have. We've been <laughs> in that ass. Uh, Tim Burton wanted to bring the Martians to life via stop motion animation as an homage to the movies of special effects legend Ray Harryhausen. His, uh, he first considered uh, Henry Selleck, who directed Nightmare Before Christmas, for him as the right man for the job. But Selleck was busy with his own stop motion movie, James and the Giant Peach. Love him, dude. Also produced by Tim Burton. They initially worked with a different team of animators, but when the studio refused to finance the prospective costs, they finally decided to use computer-generated imagery, uh, created by Industrial Light and Magic, which was much cheaper. The ILM animators made the CG purposely look a bit cheap and fake as per Burton's request, although he decided against animating the Martians without motion blur, which made them look more stop-motion-y. Dude, I love that. Mm -hmm. I like how he knows exactly what he wants to happen. He's like, yo, make this fucking happen, you know? I like James and the Giant Peach, by the way, guys. That's, That's a good another one. Another great fucking movie. Only because my name is James and when I was young. But my name is James. I just sing that <laughs> out the window. <laughs> Sometimes I... I'm just kidding. That's what people call me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Tim Burton reunites with Danny Elfman after not working together on Ed Wood. Burton and Elfman experienced creative differences during their Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm. And now they, that's cool they buried the hatchet because it's all... They always work together now. Yep. That's good. This is a good duo. It is, man. Um, Producer-director Tim Burton pitched the idea of the movie to Warner Brothers by showing them the top trading cards that inspired the screenplay. <laughs> Which, yeah, I actually looked at getting some of them. Mm -hmm. And they're, I mean, they're fairly cheap. But they're fucking awesome, dude. Just the art on them. Are they? Fucking I great. gotta look. I have no idea. Uh, in the early stages of filming, the movie was supposed to have 60 major characters, but it cut it down to 23. Scrapped characters included a suburban housewife, a soldier, a televangelist, a few college students, several of Professor Kessler's colleagues, a doctor and a nurse fiancé, an actress, a couple of survivalists, and a police officer. She is. Which, come to think of it, this will make a killer TV show. Yep. Like today, or even like a mini series. Yeah, do like a fucking what 12, 12 episode mini series. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude! And you could even like use footage from this movie and show what's going on in like Texas and Colorado and shit well, like that. And also in like the comics and shit, they do a bunch of crossovers with Mars Attacks, which would be awesome to see. Do like even like a season two, mm -hmm. it could be like a Mars Attacks crossovers because they do like Mars Attacks Kiss, like the band Kiss. Yeah, they do Transformers. I think they did like Ghostbusters. I was like, yo, that would be fucking sick to see, though, you know? Yeah. 
Whoever owns the Warner Brothers, get at us. What's we up? We got a million dollar idea for you. We here. <laughs> Out of the 22 people listed in the opening credits, only seven survived this movie. Taffy Dale, Natalie Portman, Richie Norris, Lucas Haas, Grandma Florence Norris, Sylvia Sidney, Byron Williams, Jim Brown, Louise Williams, Pam Greer, Barbara Land, Annette Benning, and Tom Jones. Typical, dude. Yeah. Tom Jones has to survive. Has to. <laughs> uh, Martin Amos worked on the script. He said, I rather like the film, though it contained not a word I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Final film of uh, Sylvia Sidney, Grandma Florence Norris. Aw, dude. Yeah. She was um, in Beetlejuice, too. She was, huh? She was the uh, like the director of The, uh, the Dead or whatever the hell that yeah, yeah, yeah. title was. I like that lady, dude. She's mm-hmm. fucking entertaining. She's funny. The last theatrically released movie in which Michael J. Fox physically appeared. He has done numerous TV shows as well as done some voice acting, but has not physically appeared in a theatrical movie since. Holy shit. Yeah. You didn't even notice that. Yeah, no, I didn't notice he disappeared yeah. at all. Because you know, yeah, you see him around on TV and you watch Atlantis, but you're just... Come back to movies, Michael J. Fox. We love you. Yeah, dude. Well, that's because he has that Parkinson's, Yeah, dude. but still, we want you. We love you. I don't give a fuck, dude. Yeah, bring him back. <laughs> Jonathan Gems didn't realize that the Mars Attacks bubblegum carts had a story on the back until he had written the script using his own original story. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it didn't end up being the same thing. Yeah, like, oh, fuck. Tim Burton co-wrote the screenplay but asked not to receive credit. Jonathan Gems dedicated the novelization to Burton. Oh, shit. There you go. What's up? During the normal Warner Brothers title sequence, showing, showing the company's trademark shield in the cloudy sky background, a spaceship crosses the sky. That's true. I didn't yeah. notice that. I like it when they like kind of change up the, uh, the, the logo. logos. Yeah. Me too. Uh, there are several scenes in the original screenplay that were never used, which made the movie a lot longer and much darker. Amongst the cut scenes were a scene at the beginning with Mr. Lee. Originally, the burning cows trampled over Mr. Lee, killing him as his family watches in horror. Another were the Martians breaking to the White House. The White House decorators decorating the Ronald Reagan room, and the Martians break through the window and vaporize him. An extended version of the donut world scene, the female employee of the donut shop is trying to escape the building with Richie and some of the cops when the Mar- Martians attack. Richie gets out, turns, a- turns around to see the building burst into flames as we see the skeletons of the other characters. The death scene of Dr. Ziegler and the stealing of his translator device, an extended version of the casino break-in, including the death of Mr. Brian, who is trying to save his money and gets zapped, along with many other gamblers, an alternative ending where Byron is actually killed by the Martians and the Martians drag his body away. Planes fly by later and kill those Martians with the sim with the slim Whitman music. Later during the award ceremony, Byron is remembered by Taffy along with with a long and sweet speech. Louise, Cedric, and Neville were sitting in the audience of, of the ceremony, crying and wearing black. Fuck, dude. Which I like the fact that he survived. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I really do like the fact that, like, they killed off the Martians with that music, though. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> and then they're just driving around the grandmas all fucking hyped, dude. <laughs> just, just boogieing the whole time. Yep. Uh, the design of the alien ships was inspired by Earth's ver- Earth's, nah, Earth versus the Flying Saucers, uh, which came out in 1956, included the, including the radio dish-looking weapon uh, em- animating from the belly of the ship. Both movies u- also used... To destroy buildings and people. Oh shit! I never watched that movie, but Me neither. But, but that's what you kind of think of when you think of a flying saucer. Absolutely. Barry Purves originally wanted. To, well, Barry Purves was originally involved with creating the Martians using stop motion animation. 
with helping develop some of their gestures. He developed a test reel with 70 animators over 8 months, but when the effects were projected to push the budget up to 100 million, the producers decided to use computer graphics imagery instead, and Purves never was never credited for his contributions. Damn, what a bummer, dude. You know, right? Spend all that time for it to not be used. That's probably what happens all the time in movies, though. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it absolutely does. But, I mean, you're still getting paid, so fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> the mothership had a container holding the fat clown from Batman Returns, which was also directed by Tim Burton. Really? Yeah. It's like... I don't know. I don't know exper- He's, like, in the back, but you see him, like, floating and he's just sitting there. That's fucking funny. He's in a few scenes. That's pretty cool. Uh, the Martian girl image came from a... Re- came from the rebooted Mars Attacks card deck in 1994 and not the original 1960 series. Oh, shit. And lastly, Jack Nicholson accepted the role without reading the script since he had enjoyed working with Tim Burton on Batman and wanted to work with him again. (laughs) Which you didn't even notice. He got two roles, baby. What's up? So what would you rate this movie? What score would you give it, dude? 89. Ooh. Yo... Like, every time you ask me that question, I always go with the first number that pops in my head. <laughs> it was 89. Damn, dude, you went higher than I did. I would have given it, like, a 70. Uh-huh. Maybe 75. Let's go with that. 70 to 75 for me. Because mm. um, it's a great movie. It's not one that I want to watch all the time. Probably because it's so long. I don't like movies that are just extra fucking long unless I'm obsessed with it, yeah. you know? Um, but it's still a great film. What's the longest movie you've seen? God, I don't... Extended cuts, probably Lord of the Rings, maybe. Um, I don't know. I thought Titanic was way longer since there were two VHS tapes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, probably extended cuts of Lord of the Rings. The longest movie I've seen without knowing it was long was Seven Samurai. Never heard of it. Oh. How long is it? Three hours and 25 minutes. Holy fuckery. I did not know that at the time. God. (laughs) I put it on at 9 o'clock, and I was like... This movie, I've been sitting here a long time, and then I, I, pa- I finally paused it, and then it was three hours and 25 minutes, and I was like, Jesus, fuck, this movie is tight. Gee, yeah, <laughs> that's hella long, yeah. man. That's like a... No, I don't know. How long are the extended cuts of Lord of the Rings? Uh, I don't even know Return of the King is like 340. It's like 345. Oh, okay. It's yeah. long, yeah. So those are the longest ones I got then, dude. Mm-hmm. That's the those longest are the two, I got. two longest movies I've seen. Fuck. Anyway, guys, <laughs> this is a great movie, though. It's yeah. actually not that long. I think it's like two hours, maybe. So yeah, hour 45. Yeah, so it's not that bad, I guess. Anything over two hours, though, just like feels like it drags to me. If I'm, This I'm, one starts slow, and then it gets into the action, so you're not really yeah, noticing it. It happens really fast. But for me, like I try not to um, look at the times. Yeah. Just so you don't. I, I want to yeah. enjoy the movie up until, like, I, like Seven Samurai. Like, I've been sitting here a long time. Yeah. <laughs> That would fucking... I, I'm very impatient, though. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when I'm watching a movie that's that long, I'm like, fuck, there's nothing going on. Like, <laughs> how long is this movie? But I want it to be done. I, weird enough, it, like, the pacing of that movie didn't, it didn't, like, it didn't drag. That Seven Samurai? Yeah, I was just so sitting shit. there, like, I realized I was sitting there for so long, that like, what, what, what the fuck's going on? And then I paused it. So a movie that is long but drags for me is Gladiator. Because mm-hmm. literally the only parts that I'm even interested in are the fight scenes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, I remember that. But I'm just... I don't know. I have... I have, Fun fact for me, I have this weird talent where I know when to pause a movie right in the middle. Like right without, the middle without even seeing it first, I'm like... Ooh. I'll sit there and I'm like, I go to the bathroom, pause, and it's always in the middle of the movie. No matter what. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. And then I go to the bathroom. 
James the Magician. Somehow, I just know when the move, middle of the movie's going on. That's fucking break. funny, dude. Yeah, I've, all, I've done that for countless times. You know what I like, though? Drive-in movies, guys. Drive-in movies where they have, like, the fucking concession break. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. What's up? What's the last drive-in movie you saw? I can't even tell you. Um, there was an exorcism movie I watched last, probably in the drive-ins. Or the new uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. I did watch that in the drive-in, yeah. Literally, I was complaining the whole time. Like, this is the same fucking movie. Mm-hmm. So, My last was X-Men. The first one? Yeah. God damn. <laughs> the drive-ins is tight, though. What's up? Is. Little uh, quick story. Last time I went, dude, this car parked in front of us and was fucking... They had their lights on, right? Oh. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. So I walked over there. They're all, like, smoking weed and shit, so they got hella scared. I was like, hey, can you guys just turn off your lights? Turns out it was some girl that I went to high school with. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, turn your fucking lights off. Yeah, I'm trying to fucking watch this movie, and you're parked the wrong way. (laughs) Bitch. Yeah, that was ten years ago. I think was the last time I went, so. Twenty years ago for me. God God damn. damn. Gotta go back. Ugh. You're so old. <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. Too old. All right, guys. Well, make sure you're following us on Instagram at the underscore ripe underscore potatoes. And you can follow our Instagrams at xchief underscore beefx and comicxsteve. And if you're feeling froggy, go ahead and follow my personal too, uh, saintxsteve. Just don't Ooh, tell anyone. This is the first episode where he plugged it. That's it, guys. So if you're feeling froggy, I'll maybe accept it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Catch you later. Later. This has been a Bright Potatoes production. Thank you.